The following podcast is brought to you by Radio Southland and New Zealand On Air. Radio Southland is a community access media station based in Invercargill, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website, radiosouthland.org.nz, for our contact details. Hey, this is Carolyn Weston with Blind Spot, program produced and presented by the Southland branch of the Association of Blind Citizens and sponsored by South City Pharmacy, committed to you and your health. You're currently listening to Southland Community Radio, which is 96.4 on your radio tuner, or you might be listening to us by Alexa, which I know lots of blind people have these days. Or you might be listening to us via your cell phone or some other electronic um, equipment. Uh, no matter how you're listening to us, by the internet or whatever, I hope you enjoy our program today. As I said, a lot of um, blind people now have Alexa, and I, during the holidays, I actually did find Radio Southland on my Alexa. So if you have an Alexa and you are listening to us, via the ordinary tuner you can listen to us by alexa you just need to say alexa play radio southland radio and it will do it so um just a little clue there now i don't have unfortunately i don't have a guest this month uh, very hard to find someone to come on board in january it's so um early in the year so hopefully we'll have someone next month but I've still got some little bit of notices and a little bit of news for you. And the first um, notices I've got for you is from Blind Low Vision in Invercargill. And um, talked to Gordon George all this morning. And so Craft Group, if you're in the Craft Group for Blind Low Vision NZ, uh, that's going to start on Monday the 15th of February. So you've got a few weeks yet before that goes. And then we've got the walking group, which starts on Thursday next week, which will be uh, about the 28th of January. And the bowls, indoor bowls, uh, is early February or next week as well, one or the other. Um, now, you may be wondering about total mobility. Total mobility is still going well and truly. However, they're going to um, review, or they start in the middle of reviewing the total mobility policy. And so this is the Invercargill City Council with Nathan Girl and Russell um, Pearson and Alison Broad. And um, they will come back and give us a draft of the new policy so that is why there hasn't been a meeting of the Total Mobility Larger Committee Group. Okay, so if you've been wondering why you haven't heard anything about Total Mobility, any changes, that'll be why. Now, um, just to break off my voice, so it gives you a little bit of a break and a spell, I'm going to play a lovely song called Misty Mountain Rain 
by Ronnie Millsap, who is a blind entertainer from America. I'm away from L.A. back to Knoxville I found out those bright lights ain't where I belong From a phone booth in the rain I called to tell her I've had a change of dreams, I'm coming home But tears filled my eyes when I found out she was gone Smoky Mountain Rain keeps on falling I keep on calling her name Smoky Mountain Rain I'll keep on searching I can't go on hurting That he was going as far as Gatlinburg I climbed up in the cab all wet and cold and lonely I wiped my eyes and told him about her That was Ronnie Millsap from America who's totally blind I was singing Misty Mountain Rain Right, now for some more news. So, I like last year, I had a phone call from someone from the City Council and they were telling me that they're going to review the Invercargill policy on equity and access for people with disabilities. And that should happen in the next three months or so. So, um, blind citizens will be involved and put on a submission about that. But, Anybody who has a disability or is related or family of people with disabilities can participate in that view during the consultation time. Um, Blind Citizens Southland have also been involved with the Inner City Master Plan, which is looking at um, roading and footpaths and things like that around Tay Street a little bit of D Street, S Street and Calvin Street when they're going to build the um, new mall and the new building. And it also includes Don Street as well. Um, so it's the, called the Inner City around the CBD. And so we've already had, I've already had one meeting with Shannon and Russell Pearson um, and I'm actually having a meeting with them tomorrow, which is on Tuesday, the day this program plays for the first time. And so we will keep you in touch with what's happening, but we're making sure that the um, whatever happens, it's called all conceptual, quite high grade at this stage, the development, uh, we will be making sure that the new infrastructure 
will be accessible for all people, including blind and people with low vision and deafblind people. Now, I just want to talk about a current a current issues that personally I've been having, and I know some other blind people are having around the city at present. And one of them is vehicles on footpaths. This is a an old um, chestnut that comes up every so often. And in my area where I live in Kingswell and just across the road from the hospital up on the hill and there is somebody who has the idea of parking a boat halfway over a footpath during the weekends. It disappears in the weekdays, so we find. And yesterday we went past their uh, house um, on the way to our house in the car and they had two boats and about a number of cars. And they don't. They only have a double garage, and they don't have much room on their driveway. So I had to question why people have bought houses they haven't been there that long, and they don't have enough room to put all their vehicles, including boats. So you know, it is actually against the bylaws in the Chicago to park vehicles on the footpath or part of the footpath, and you can be fined for that. It's really important for blind people who cannot see what anything at all that um, you don't park on there. Coming to the radio station this afternoon, because I'm recording this the day before it goes on air, um, I had problems with the corner of Don Street and D Street, so if you are planning on going out anywhere and you are blind or vision impaired or deaf blind, or even if you've got another disability or you're elderly or you have little children, Beware of the north corner of D Street and Don Street because they're obviously doing some work there. They have blocked off the footpath. Now, there's no footpath on the southern side of Don Street because of the building the new hotel. And my husband was really concerned. I said, oh, well, I'll just walk along. They'll have to help me find a way. Um, and we walked in the, on the middle of the road because there was nowhere else to go. But if the city council wants to make accessibility for all, then we really do need to have an alternative footpath to walk on when they are doing, um, you know, maintenance work. Now, the footpath um, that I'm talking about is quite wide, so they certainly could be looking at a more accessible way of protecting pedestrians so I was worried I had my white cane and my walking stick with me but I was walking and um, I don't think cars could have seen my white cane because they would have been behind me but luckily we didn't have any cars behind us but it was very quite scary so it's really important that the city council in particular and their contractors do make sure there are safe access for people with disabilities and all other pedestrians when you are walking around the CBD. Because after all, the CBD should be pedestrian friendly, not car friendly. Um, another issue that blind people have, of course, is e-scooters and e-bikes and one of the issues with this um, inner city master plan is they're talking about shared pavements well shared pavements is okay except we can't hear the um, 
e-bikes and we can't even hear the ordinary cyclists and so it makes it quite dangerous for us. We can hear people on skateboards, they're quite noisy but yeah, bikes are quite problematic. I'm hoping that maybe we can look at a shared footpath where the people um, walk on the inner side of the footpath and bikes and e-scooters and stuff can use the outer side nearest to the street. That would be quite good with some um, some way of keeping the two lots separate. But talking about access also is something that's bugging me just now is we have a bylaw in Invercargill for a city council has made it quite some years ago now and it's I can't remember the full name, it's quite lengthy, but it's about signage on pavements and the signage or sandwich boards are supposed to be on the gutter side of the footpath and people are starting to creep putting them back by their shops. Now I can understand this because could be the reason for it just now is because it's so windy and your sandwich board might blow down or something like that. However, blind people do um, keep to the side of the footpath by the shops. I know now that I use a white cane that I like to walk on the side of the shops so it's easy to find my way and then I can easily find the shop I need. If I walk on the side of the gutter then I won't be able to tell where I need to go and I'll miss the shop. Um, Even H&J Smiths on Friday had about three um, sandwich boards on Tay Street and now I know that they can put it in their own private space and they do have a little bit of private space in their um, area but they certainly did have their sandwich boards on the footpath by outside their shop. So I'm hoping that um, somebody from shops, uh, H&J Smiths or other people are listening to this, you can be fined um, and you should have a permit from the City Council if you've got a sa- sandwich board out on the street anyway. And you should only have one per shop. I think there was three for H&J Smiths, but then they had cafeterias as well. So I guess these are the issues that blind people have and people in wheelchairs and people with prams and um, walking, you know, um, walking frames and also people with um, those mobility scooters. So it's really important that we all share the space together, but it's access for all. Well, that's our program this month. I'm sorry to say that we didn't have anybody to talk to, but I hope I've given you enough information just to let um, everyone know who's a member of Blind Citizen. We hold our first committee meeting on Wednesday the 27th of January. And... So we will be organising our first general meeting, hopefully in March, all going well with lockdown. This is Carolyn Weston saying bye for now. The preceding podcast was brought to you by Radio Southland with the support of New Zealand On Air. Their funding of accessmedia.nz makes these podcasts available. To find similar programs by other stations involved, go online to accessmedia.nz.